Hello and welcome back to the No More Trauma podcast. My name is Tanya, certified uh, trauma-informed yoga teacher, trauma survivor, coach, and wellness facilitator. My mission with the podcast is to provide mental health tips and inspiration for living a, a trauma-free lifestyle. And you can find this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple, and YouTube. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be back. Happy New Year. It's a whole new year. How are you feeling? Well, I hope you had an opportunity to listen to the previous podcast where in 2022 and as we move into 2023, we've been able to celebrate our small wins. If you haven't listened to that episode, I invite you to take a listen and don't forget to celebrate the small wins. Maybe that'll be a little bit more digestible <laughs> as we start to uh, take on this new year. And so today's a very, very special, very special episode. And I wanted to start this year with a bang, <laughs> uh, just like a, a podcast firework. Anywho. Uh, today's episode is about intentions, setting intentions post-trauma, and we have a very, very special guest, a dear friend of mine, and the founder of Love Yourself to Revolution, V. V, I'm so happy to have you on this episode. How are you feeling? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Tanya. Thank you so much for having me. I know we've had, uh, this has been in discussions and conversations for a really long time. And so yes. I'm so happy to finally be here with you. Thank you so much for having me. You're most welcome. Talk about uh, manifesting, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here um, and feel just so honored to be able to yeah, be here on your podcast and having um, this conversation that we've had, you know, in private, uh, in different forms for a while and yes. um, to have it publicly. Um, yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. Yay, so exciting. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you. Um, I think you offer so much wisdom. Um, I'm always moved when we are having our private conversations and um, my gosh, um we in I just think about the journey that we've been on together um, and just how we how we initially started collaborating with each other in terms of you know vision boards and you know it started on the mat um you know and into you know yoga and it's just manifested and our um beautiful bond has just you know it's just uh continued to grow over the years and that commonality about um death and holding space for each other and learning from each other and growing with each other so yeah I think it was all the reason to 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 have me here and share this share this space yeah I um I I definitely received that message and echo um just how special <laughs> it is I it's uh it, it's a it's very special to be able to have yeah, our friendship and the way that it started and the way that it has 
continue to grow um and yeah and manifest into ever exciting um (laughs) new and interesting ways that continue (laughs) to surprise both of us and so yeah yeah this is um just just one of the ways so thank you you're welcome well um uh now that we've gotten that all out the way I know everyone's like wait a minute (laughs) so this is what this is what I want to set intentions for friendships like that so in collaborations like that well um again uh setting intentions with trauma and so you know what does that mean what does that look like um it's the time of year, right? 2023, here we are. Um, we maybe we go to our you know local store and we're picking up a whiteboard or we're picking up um you know our poster boards, our blue, our scissors, you know, picking up our magazines and starting to figure out what it is that we want for ourselves for the upcoming year. Maybe we're excited, but maybe, maybe we're uncertain where where we don't know you know especially after trauma what does that look like and how can I do that now you know like if these are the things the cards that have been dealt how dare I dream for the upcoming year and beyond right or maybe it's just the idea of hearing the word goal and that can become burdensome 36% of individuals may experience extreme anxiety due to pressure, fear, and avoidance to the very thought of having to come up with another stressful list of resolutions um, and while still attempting to get out of bed from trauma-related experiences. Hello, let's, you know, just be, not be oblivious to the things, you know, around the world. But in this episode, we'll discuss in an alternative way to healing and journeying on the path with a healthy intention. Um, so we hear about intentions, we've heard about goals and lists, um, but what does that look like and how do I do that, especially given the cards that I've been dealt? This is an episode where a whiteboard and a magazine is totally optional and not even needed if that's something you don't want to use. So the very first thing in doing this, right? So the very first thing when we are thinking about intentions, because I, I you know, I have to say throughout, um, like just being on the, the social platforms and in different media, um, or even speaking with friends, I hear everyone's trying to get away from the idea of, of setting goals and and you know writing lists and it's more about how can I be intentional how can I be intentional in my friendships my relationships my um, business my own desires well the first thing is we want to get to a point of embodying values focusing on the senses and if you journeyed with me on the mat you know that I typically journey you or guide you in a space of what does it feel like, right? Uh, So when we focus on the feeling sensation behind our desires, we start to bring them to life. We also get to explore the senses and wonder and daydream. Mm, What a time to daydream. When we're kids, we have this 
big world to dream, to feel, and feel the things that feel surreal and just larger than life itself. Most importantly, we dreamed about the things that we felt valuable to us. So V, how does that how does that sound? Is that in, in terms of setting intentions, has that has that been a thing for you? Do you allow yourself to dream now? And why is that important? What do you think? Well, I think you hit on some things without saying inner child healing. You said some <laughs> inner child healing things. And this idea of of the daydreamer of uh, um, you know, I think. I think we're really used to making goals, you know, smart goals, uh, you mm -hmm. know, things that we can measure, things that things that, uh, you know, we can account for and track. And 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 that's great in a lot of ways for a lot of reasons. I get it. Yeah. Um, but I think the idea of focusing, you know, your whole thing with the, with the vision boards, focusing on the senses, right? The idea of embodying the values when you're focusing, when when you change that perspective and that what is the root cause? What are we, why are we trying to do any of this? What are the, you know, what are the intention mm -hmm. settings even about? Um, mm -hmm. If it's to, to manifest a certain item, a certain thing, or a certain, you know, something that you think is going to fix everything and bring you happiness, we know that's not the case, right? So how do you set those? How can you still set intentions, but not have it be um, society's expectations? And I think, yeah, the, the changing the perspective the focusing on the on the senses and on, on all of those senses, right? As you and I have discussed, um, not just on one or two, but really, really honing into what does it taste like? Mm -hmm. What does it taste like? What does it smell like, right? Mm -hmm. um, what does it sound like? What is the sound of silence actually? You know, if you're looking for peace, what is that? What does peace sound like? because yeah. it because it because it may <laughs> like uh, you know and so I think you know really changing that perspective you you hit on it and it is um yeah yeah it, it, it can really change the way that you're setting the intentions um and what you're really why are we doing this in the first place I love mm, it yeah yeah um next anything else on that before I go into into where you go with this once you focus on your senses and think about the values that you want to embody no 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 this is good well I think this is you know we as we've talked about uh, the, the idea that when you change that first perspective right and you focus mm -hmm. on your senses or on the values that you want to embody peace or or abundance right mm -hmm. or you know whatever those Safety. are safety Whew, i've had that on that before uh-huh uh -huh. um and so when you're doing that that you know when you're starting with a different perspective that it allows you to create intentions goals whatever you want to call them um missions as i say on my mission board right my mm -hmm. actual my my, my mm -hmm. annual missions my my plan for my life for that year, yeah. um, then those become bio-individual. They can't be anyone else's because they're, they're not starting from anyone else's senses or values. And so it really then allows you to start to create those intentions or those goals or, 
resolutions or whatever you want to call them um, that are unique to you, that -hmm. are just for you and no one else. And I think that um, it sounds easy, but it can be difficult because we're so used to taking on somebody else's goals, lose 20 pounds, you know, Mm -hmm. wake up an hour earlier, um, you know, change the diet or, or maybe it is even, you know, meditate for 10 minutes a day. Do you want to meditate for 10 minutes a day? Do you actually, (laughs) when do you want to meditate? Why do you want to meditate for 10 minutes a day? And so maybe you do come to that. Maybe it is 10 minutes a day of meditation, but Mm -hmm. it it, it should be because it's yours and not because somebody else told you to do it. Um, and I think that, yeah, it's, it's, it sounds easier than it is to really come up with, but like, you know, when you do you start from a different place of the scent, focusing on your senses or on the values, then you're much better equipped to be able to craft goals or intentions that are yours, mm-hmm. just yours, no one else's. Mm-hmm. Um, how has that been for you? How do you, do you feel like your goals are, mm-hmm. are uniquely yours and no one else's? Is that something that has has been easy for you or what's your journey with that then? Yeah, I think, ooh, okay. <laughs> I think, so what I've come to the conclusion is that um, I think it's so easy to, um, so, I, so I say this, so uh, I've found myself prehistorically being, jealous of someone's outcome right um so let's just say let's utilize uh, a yoga pose right um that's uh handstand i am forever and ever and ever <laughs> working at that and um you know i what i've had to learn is that i don't have to be jealous because maybe their goal was to get the handstand maybe that is just their passion their individual goal and I had to tell myself well mind is is I like a good back bend <laughs> you know I struggle from you know back pain and so I play around with different yoga asanas to support that area but what I've learned is you know, I always like to say, well, my mat, my personal goal, my mat, my body, right? And I can change that word jealous into inspiration, right? I can cross out the word jealous and use it as inspiration. And, you know, um, someone else's goal doesn't have to be mine and vice versa. Um, So that's just a little something that's helped me um, when I start to feel that I'm, you know, feeling a little, you know, upset with myself for not getting something done right. And of course, in other areas of my life. And so, you know, just to remain inspired and in that once I can then take that inspiration and just have my own personal journey and, and my, and then asking myself, well, what is the intention? Is the intention to look cool? Is it, you know, is it this or that or this or that, right? Or maybe my my intention is just to heal. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's been my experience when it comes to that. And I think that um, kind of moves right into to the next 
intention. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was like, not to, not to tell you your own business, but do you want to just go just segue that all the way or what? <laughs> look, at, look at it just flowing. <laughs> um, but um, comparison, comparison kills joy. And my gosh, this is a continual reminder. And I think this is really good. And, you know, I think what's interesting is again comparison kills joy and what I've also noticed is uh in terms of a trauma-related experience you know we can even um uh say oh you know I don't have it as you know well you don't have it as bad as x y and z or it's not as bad as Flamesy, and I think it doesn't leave you, it doesn't give you space to hold for yourself on that space of healing, whether it's, um, you know, working with a professional um, or, you know, uh, trying to see what life is like um, outside of, of yourself uh, and your experience. Um, um, and not, not being able to isolate yourself, right? Because I think immediately when we begin to compare, we lose sight of where we are in that space of healing or the idea of intention, right? So understanding that the intention is uniquely ours, the experience is, you know, it, it is an experience that may have happened to us, but um when we when we begin to compare, we no longer um, it, it 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 takes it takes a it takes all of the um, it brings up all these feelings of lack, right? When we start to compare ourselves and where we are, um, and it brings up all these feelings of unworthiness, um, and so we begin to you know when we start to compare, we're, we're no longer attached to, to ourselves and what it is that we truly want for ourselves. Um, whatever that vision is, whatever that dream is, we no longer possess the joy for our own self um, or the, you know, the healing that we want for our own self. Um, it no longer um, becomes ours. That healing is no longer ours because we're so busy looking at the outside world so anything to that yeah I I I, um this I think is one of um I agree I want number one I just want to say I agree with everything that you just said Mm -hmm. and I want to give you an even worst case scenario Mm -hmm. and this is where and this is and tell you know Mm -hmm. always open to feedback tell me if I'm wrong Mm -hmm. but but the um you know, I think the, I think the side that we're used to, um, generally speaking, from a from a trauma, you know, if you have a, a trauma filled past, mm-hmm. is um, is the idea that we're you know never good enough, you know, not not getting it right, um, yeah, not not as good as the next person, you know, if only if only this, if only that. Um, and, and I want to give you an alternative of one thing that we, and I would say that, you know, again, tell me if I'm wrong, that we don't see this in, um, 
in the in the healing world right in this idea mm-hmm. of people who are wanting to be on that healing path and that sometimes sometimes worse than even feeling like we're not good enough tanya we might think we're better than somebody else and we're mm-hmm. more healed and we're oh further gosh. along and we and we and mm-hmm. we know our business and we and we're <laughs> and we can tell somebody else the business and are we still it's still, it's still comparison killing joy. You're still unable to, you know, are you ready to receive healing and love? It's also going to, it's also going to include, um, your compassion for others on their own healing journey and, and a lack of, I don't know, sometimes there's, there's a, um, a judgment Mm -hmm. of other people, that, that they're not, that they're just not far enough along. They just aren't healed enough. They just don't know. They just don't have, and, and a lack of compassion, um, for, for everybody being where they are on their own healing journey. And what can we do better? You know, what can we Mm -hmm. do? Focus, keep your eyes on your own paper. Um, and the idea that, yeah, you know, not to get, not to get preachy, but, if you, mm-hmm. if you see a, if you see something in, in your neighbor's eye, it might just be a plank in your own eye. Mm-hmm. And so I just, that's, that's the other side of the coin. Um, you know, uh, yeah. To, to make sure that on our healing journey, we still stay humble and we still stay compassionate and empathetic and, uh, and, and a student and a student and a teacher, right. Yes. That we can be a teacher and still stay a student, um, and comparison can kill joy in a variety of ways if we aren't careful. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was, that's the only other thing I just wanted to add that just was coming to me of like, yeah, the other side of things that can also be, it can get kind of dangerous, right. When we, mm-hmm. when we start thinking that we have the answer and we are the answer mm-hmm. and we're so healed and so whole and, 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 uh, and unable to recognize our, our own fragility still. So, oh my gosh, I just, anyway. I, I just have to say, oh, thank you for that. Because immediately when it came to mind, I just thought, I think of like, oh, again, in the wellness space, especially, um, and as well as the, you know, the religious settings, um, when we look at the, you know, different leaders and, and both of them, both oh of my them, gosh, exactly. uh, gurus and worshipers and, um, this idea that, um, yeah, you are the people that are broken and suffering and need to be healed. And, you know, I've, I've done the work and here I, here I am sitting on my rock, <laughs> um meditating or chanting or whatever that looks like and you know or preaching and yeah sometimes um yeah I think uh, for a lot of reasons it does um build up some anxiety for individuals who are seeking healing but just not wanting to um yeah you know yeah somehow somehow now we're in a contest for who's the most healed the most whole with the most boundaries (laughs) yes and like um I don't know that that's the answer either and I and Mm -hmm. I just yeah I appreciate I appreciate the idea of holding space for all of it Mm -hmm. and it being a a a both and world um on all of that yes it's definitely in practice and you know intention setting is a practice and speaking of practices um I do um I've created a practice for quite some time and um, one of those practices being 
Magic Mind. Magic Mind is a company created by Mr. Bashir. Uh, and he've created these two ounce elixirs. These two ounce elixirs are filled with uh, neurotropics and ingredients that are some of my favorites to help balance the mood and to eliminate and decrease stress. So ingredients like ashwagandha, one of my absolute favorites, honey and matcha. You can uh, travel to magicmind.co forward slash N like N, M like more, and T like trauma. Uh, so these two ounce elixirs are easy and on the go. You don't have to replace your coffee, tea, or smoothie. You can uh, simply take this with you and take it along. Um, very convenient uh, to keep your mood balanced and continue on with your practice. So right on the website, you can purchase a 15, uh, a 15 pack or a 30 pack if you like to prep for the upcoming fad. So do more and stress less. That's, I hope that's one of your intentions uh, for the upcoming, upcoming, um, for this year of 2023. Um, and so, yeah, I ask that you, yeah, go right over to the website and check it out and subscribe to a box that sounds awesome yeah i'm gonna have to check that out i realize yeah. I'm, like, I'm gonna really have to check that out <laughs> yeah it's um is this is this where i get to talk about the next piece is this my sure. part again yeah is that definitely. okay of course yay okay um i realized i was like i think i have this right um i'm um, the the next point I think and I appreciate you putting this flow together of all of our conversation pieces so it does really go one into the other um, but you know talking the idea about comparison killing joy and getting away from that right mm -hmm. and having our bio individual goals or intentions mm -hmm. or whatever we want that's uniquely ours that we're trying to move towards um, thinking of manifesting, thinking of creating and cultivating in our own space. Um, and yeah, this is the next tip I think is super crucial. Um, and it's the idea of like adding, not subtracting. So a lot of times when we do our, you know, quote unquote, old school new year's resolutions, there's a lot of, um, Oh gosh, don't, don't, you know, lose weight. There's a lot of reducing things, taking things out of your diet, taking things out of your routine. You're not going to drink alcohol. Mm -hmm. You're not going to eat sugar. You're not going to, you know, stay up late. We think mm -hmm. a lot about what we want to take out. And um, again, in the idea of approaching something different, this idea of what do you want to add? What can you add? Um, as an integrative nutrition health coach, one of the things we do talk about with diet is, yeah, you don't try to reduce your sugar. You try to increase your protein and let the sugar cravings try to work themselves out. Mm -hmm. um, you don't you don't reduce, you know, if, if you're trying to think of what you want to do, you don't say, I'm not going to stay up, not, I'm going to stop staying up late and watch TV. Um, you say, I want to start, what do you want to start doing? I want to mm -hmm. start, you know, having a sleep hygiene routine. Um, you don't think of, of going on a diet. You think of, I know I saw one of your tips. That's one of my favorite tips. I just got as a, as a Christmas present is, um, you add in a weighted blanket. 
What a beautiful thing to add in, right? The idea of like, if you're trying to create more restful, you know, sleep for yourself, Mm -hmm. adding in a nighttime routine, adding in a weighted blanket, um, don't stress so much about, you know, the, the waking up or, you know, it's, it's what you're focusing on. And so, um, yeah, adding in, um, the rituals that, that bring you the senses that you want to feel the, the, the values that you want to embody, um, and starting with that, what do you think? What are your thoughts? What has been your experience with that? Yeah, I think, um, it is very critical to, um, a starting after trauma. Um, I think, um, the mind the brain because when we hyper when we become hyper vigilant on our surroundings we tend to look at the things that could potentially cause us harm uh and so i think to bring this space the the body back to homeostasis it's the practice um or the intention to bring in more of the things that bring pleasure so subtracting the things that deplete us, destroy us, and and, and cause decay. I think that is, I that's my new <laughs> formula, um, uh, in terms of pleasure, peace, and um, better sleep is to just simply look at the things that, okay, what's what's depleting my energy? Who or what? What's destroying my um my my progress um and and what's causing um you know uh decay um what's molding um i think uh this is this is good i think we so you know we're so used to just again just being super hyper vigilant uh, that we don't even um say you know what oh i like that more let me you know it kind of reminds me of like um for example, like when you're passing, say by the carnival, or like if you're at a carnival and you start to smell the popcorn and the cotton candy and the apples, and you go, "Ooh, let me move this way," <laughs> and let me move away from all the yelling. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's you know um, so simple, but um, uh, also critical. We I think it's so easy to possibly miss as well. Well, and I just want to say the last thing I wanted to just know on this is the idea that it is, it's okay to start small. It can be, you know, um, just the tiniest things, but adding something in and continuing to think of having a more full life, mm-hmm. um, full of all the things that you desire, mm-hmm. um, and and the more that yeah, the more that we focus our energy on creating um the the more it goes in that direction as opposed to as opposed to the decay right yeah. so yeah mm-hmm. i love those yeah uh so the next intention is um choosing love over fear right the practice in the process so um choosing love over fear almost similar to what we're just you know what we're stating is you know moving in towards the things that feel good um that um uh, presents a, a feel-good sensation in the body um so cautioning the intentions that may be out of uh, fear lack or uncertainty 
Um, and for these are the intentions that will actually uh, create a crumbling, um, will allow you to remain stagnant or just hurt, <laughs> hurt later on, uh, been there. Uh, and so when we create those, the intention is to, again, move with love. And I think we'll be presented with more of that when we begin to process and take a step back. We go, okay, I'm in alignment now. Things are starting to feel right. So how are you moving with love? <laughs> yeah, I, um, well, I'm love yourself revolution. So you know how mm -hmm. I feel about this one. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and a lot of it, and I, I know we've talked about it before, but yeah, the, the love code, or I think mm -hmm. it's called beyond willpower is the other name for the book. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, that the idea of just choosing love over fear sounds again, sounds super simple. Um, but if we if we could do that, we would be we would be so much further along. Just like as people, it'd be so it, it would be it it would be immediate and insane. I just I don't insane's the wrong word. Um, mm -hmm. it would be complete. It would make such a difference, and it is incredibly difficult. And so many of our intentions are created out of a fear, right? Out mm -hmm. of out of that lack, out of needing more wanting more but like needing more what wanting more what like mm -hmm. like and for what reason and mm -hmm. in what ways and so um yeah I when you said that just um it reminded me that for me mm -hmm. for me um you know the first year that that I really focused on doing my mission board the idea of choosing love over fear that practice was actually very that was in a lot of my missions and that mm -hmm. one of my missions was you know cultivating friendships near and far and like mm -hmm. that was specifically choosing love you know and the idea of cultivating love in my life and not just a romantic love but it was it was also you know open conversations with my biological family that was an absolutely a choosing love over fear mm -hmm. um mission filled yeah, I, uh, there were so many missions that just were really focusing on that and how, uh, not even on purpose, just because that's a, that, that is a practice in and mm -hmm. of itself. Right. Mm -hmm. And so even if that was your focus and your only intention for the next year, um, that would be more than enough to keep anyone busy. Like that's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, that, that's a lot of work. And so, um, I just, I, I love it. It's so, it's so relevant and necessary um, and a lot harder than it sounds mm -hmm. and a lot harder than it sounds in, in, mm -hmm. in that practice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I do agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. So, and the last one, mm -hmm. can I go into that last one then? If that's the last one, I, um, <laughs> this is again, in the idea of the bio-individual and, um, and starting where you're at and, and it, it, you know, everyone's at a different place in their own healing and growth journey. Mm -hmm. Um, like, um, and as, as the last point, this idea of, um, moving, if you are able to moving from survival into thriving into thrival, whatever, um, the idea of moving, we talk, we've had the, the conversation and I'm sure you've heard this idea of putting your mask, your oxygen mask on, 
um, so that you, you save yourself before you save someone else. And that's absolutely the essence of love yourself revolution. It's the idea that God said, love your neighbor, like you love yourself and you have to love yourself first. Um, and that is a requirement, but this idea of an oxygen mask also means like you're about to die. Right. And so, um, if you're, if you do, yes, you absolutely need your oxygen mask before you give somebody else, um, some oxygen, you do need to save yourself and love yourself the revolution. But the idea of an overflowing cup, um, and this is from the first time I had heard this was from our, our mutual friend, um, Thai day mm-hmm. where we met, um, at that yoga teacher training a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And this idea of the, of the overflowing cup really changes it from the oxygen mask where you, you're, you're going to die. If you don't do it, you have to do it first or mm-hmm. else no one lives this idea of this overflowing cup and, and filling your cup and having your cup be overflowing. So it's not, it's not of a space of, you know, we need to survive this, this terrible situation, but it's from a space of my cup is so full and I take care of myself so well that I have no choice, but to have that love overflow. And, and it, and it is an overflowing cup that spills over and, and just, um, that it without my even my control my love is overflowing to those around me i'm able to better serve my, those in my family my friends those you know in my professional sphere whatever that looks like um because we take such great care of ourselves that that cup just keeps overflowing um and i think moving from you know the oxygen mask if you're able if you're in that space start in that space and, and take care of yourself. And if you can think of being able to, to somehow manifest moving to that space of having an overflowing cup, that's constantly just bubbling over as an overflowing fountain, um, that, you know, infects those around you in all the right ways, um, that that is, uh, that would be, that's my, that's my overall goal, right. Of my Mm -hmm. intentions is moving is, is having that be my, my overall space, um, that I stay in. So that's what I want to say about that. What do you think? What are your reflections? Mm -hmm. Are you in an oxygen mask or do you just have an overflowing (laughs) cup, um, flowing all over? I don't know. You tell me. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This is, this is a practice for me. Um, it really is. It is um, a consistent reminder um, because I think with the heart that I have um, and a part of my trauma is the guilt and shame for not taking care of the ones around me. Um, uh, you know, especially, you know, culturally, the idea of, you know, you take care of others and then you save yourself. Um, and, uh, you know, that routine has, you know, it, it carried over into, uh, adult life and, um, you know, entering partnerships, friendships, uh, companies, um, where I felt as though, you know, my duty, my mission is to, uh, protect others before me to pour continuously pour um from my cup uh regardless uh if there is enough for myself um and so I think 
they, you know, like myself, there are many, many others uh, out there where sometimes uh, in the idea of intentions, of, you know, the intention is, yeah, I should put on the oxygen mask over someone else's, you know, um, face before I do myself. Um, and so, yeah, I, I believe, you know, now consistently, you know, uh, enduring, enduring the, the, you know, the experiences and the lessons, uh, the idea is to, before I do that, is to continually make sure that there is enough in the cup, <laughs> you know, enough in the cup. And I love that image of the overflowing um, tower of champagne glasses where that glass is continually um, full. Uh, for anyone who listens that know of Ayala Van Zandt, I love, she says, it's not selfish, it's self-full. I make sure that I am full before I make sure anyone else is, you know, so saving and filling the cup and saving herself for moving on. I think that should definitely be the intention, you know, a, a great way to close um, the intention when we look at the, you know, the list that um, intentions that we've created for our listeners today, you know, um, is to go back and make sure that um, when you look at all of your intentions, before you do anything is to make sure that cup is full, you know, make sure that, you know, you've meditated or you've journaled or you've, you know, taken your supplements or you, you know, told yourself first, you know, I love you, um, you know, you know, reciting those affirmations before we go out into the world and, you know, start on our mission. So, yeah, I think it's uh, incredibly important. Incredibly important. And again, harder than it looks. Sounds really mm -hmm. good to say mm -hmm. selfful and so selfish. Mm -hmm. And it's incredibly challenging when you're actually in a situation where you feel yeah. the guilt and the condemnation that you're being really selfish. Yeah. And so, how you know, I think, again, in the in the knowing the affirmations or the knowing it. So when you are actually in that moment and in that practice and trying to do something differently, you have those tools in your tool belt to be able to to, to do it. Uh, yeah. cause it, cause it is, um, yeah, it, it sounds easier than it actually is. Right. So mm -hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. So Matthew Toll, uh, PhD, um, and professor, uh, professor of psychology at the university of Toledo, specializing in post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. He states, if you've experienced trauma and been diagnosed with PTSD, PTSD can impact memory and ability to focus. This is due to the hypervigilance of trauma and one's surrounding of potential threats that can recreate the trauma. So an opportunity to train the brain is by practicing mindfulness memory techniques, which actually focuses on one intention at a time that may remedy the idea of easing into a healthy lifestyle and desire of flow. Okay. So basically really just honing in on one intention at a time. So if you're looking at these and you're going, wait, oh my gosh, making sure my cup is full, making sure that I'm moving with love and 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 not in fear, 
making sure that I'm adding and not subtracting, right? Decluttering, comparing, making sure that I'm not comparing, making sure that my uh, desires, my intentions are for me and me only, uh, and making sure I'm in alignment with my values. How do I do all of those? Well, the idea is to do one intention at a time. So I invite you to take a moment to journal um, this week, this month, uh, however it feels right for you. Uh, and I'll just call out some of these journal reflections. Also remember, as you're listening to this podcast, you will find these same journal reflections uh, in the notes at the bottom. Okay, so asking yourself, now that I have all of this information and, you know, I've gotten, you know, I, I know that I can't be hyper vigilant, but, you know, to focus on one intention at a time. The questions are, what are my personal intentions about the year 2023? Okay, I'll repeat that. What are my personal intentions about the year 2023? Number two, do I feel deserving and worthy of my intentions for 2023? And number three, how do my intentions for 2023 feel in my body? Number four, how can meeting these intentions with ease be created with, without or minimal anxiety? If that's something that I struggle with or have challenges with, right? And why are my intentions for 2023 important to me? Why are my intentions for 2023 important to me? Okay. Now, V, I do want to ask um, at least one of these. Maybe we can go over really quickly. Um, what, what are your personal intentions for 2023? What's one? Um, that you would like to share or feel comfortable with or that you may know in this moment? Yeah, so, um, so you know, I, I do mine off of my values that I want to embody is how I mm -hmm. do my missions and my intentions. And, um, and the one that for me has been coming up, uh, and so I haven't finished my whole mission board yet. Sure. Um, but 2022 was kind of the greatest hits where I revisited some of my, my, my previous ones that I wanted to like, again, just like refocus on. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and for 2023, uh, execution has been one of the things uh about there have been a lot of things that I've planned and a lot of things that I've given myself a lot of a lot of time and a lot and years now right where there's mm -hmm. this has been um this is a practice for me for sure mm -hmm. a multi-year practice mm -hmm. um and yeah execution of really um having some things that have been in the works um be birthed right be mm -hmm. be birthed and be um, yeah, come to life and executed and, and done. And, uh, Oh, that's big. I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. But thank oh. you for asking. What about you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, don't be scared. No, you know, support. Um, you can always give me a ring. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, uh, mine is flow. And um, that is been, Oh my gosh, so incredibly uh, 
Uh, I think sometimes in in, in the uh, history of trauma of you know having those experiences of wanting to control every outcome to make sure that um, the rug isn't pulled from underneath you, um, but um, and, and just trying to constantly and consistently protect myself. <laughs> um, but I think. Um, you know, as long as I'm moving with the intention of love, just like you stated, um, things will flow, right? And so, um, you know, of course, you know, that that water will become choppy in, in some way or another, but, um, you know, just making sure that, um, you know, just surrender and just, you know, try not to hold on and create all these things around me or scenarios in my mind and just just flow it's okay to flow <laughs> be a little scary I, so I'll be calling you too because now now I'm scared <laughs> well but and can I also when I said I'm scared too I mm -hmm. think the reason it's so scary is because you and I both know that what we say and what we put into these things it's ha it happens mm -hmm. I think that's what gets real is that when you start recognizing that over years Mm -hmm. um you 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 keep doing this mm -hmm. and it's incredible to look back on um and also a little bit scary when you start realize yeah when you say it it's gonna it, be careful for what you wish for and what yes. you manifest because you just might get it as we yes. know right yes. and so um you might just have the most flow you've ever had and and be ready be be ready to receive it's yeah what what would that look like Listen. um <laughs> it's so exciting oh scary in the best ways right yeah yeah oh my gosh uh so uh, I would like to leave everyone with a beautiful quote um it's unknown but I think it really resonated with today's episode and it's uh the reason that people awaken is because they finally stop agreeing to the things that insult their soul I think this uh, quote is perfect for the idea of intentions. I'll repeat it once more. Um, unfortunately, the author or whoever mentioned this quote is unknown. I couldn't find uh, the individual, but it's again the reason that people awaken is because they finally stop agreeing to the things that insult their soul. So good. So, so Tanya, good. Tanya, I just want to say. I really, um, I really appreciate this quote so much. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just want to say thank you for having me. Um, but this, this quote, um, again, it sounds easier than it is. Uh, it, it requires you to stop and mm -hmm. think about whether something insults your soul or not mm -hmm. and acknowledge that it might, and when you acknowledge that it might and you awaken, right. And you, and, and then, and then you stop agreeing to those things. That's a whole, there's a whole lot that you said in that quote. Um, and uh, yeah, God bless us all on that mm -hmm. journey because <laughs> that is, it's a, it's a lot to even acknowledge that something might be insulting to your soul. Mm -hmm. That, that requires a level of self-awareness mm -hmm. that, um, that, that, that we can aspire to. Right. And that we continue to grow in that of knowing ourselves and then having the courage to be able to say, I'm going to do something different. Mm -hmm. uh, it requires a pivot or a shift. 
so beautiful. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for that. Cause that was that, that quote is so touching and so meaningful. Um, and I'm, I'm so thankful to be able to, to be here and thank you for having me to bear witness to this, um, this beautiful intention setting episode. So thank you so much. Of course. Absolutely. Again, thank you for, um, yes, being able to join in on this podcast. Um, cause I think I told myself, I was like, oh, well, you know, once, you know, once that idea of transition, this podcast will stay forever and, uh, you know, it will help and um, lead, lead uh, individuals to um, a transformative uh, way of being able to call in the things that they want uh, post-trauma. Um, and, and speaking of that, when, when, when trauma happens, it can really put us in the place of the unknown. It may be difficult to see how life can possibly go on, right? So setting up our life filled with dreams and desires can be anxiety-producing, confusing, and sometimes, you know, wanting to just avoid it all, right? So the secret to living a trauma-free lifestyle post-trauma is always choosing the intentions that feel in alignment and good to you and you only. It will truly allow you to heal, to evolve, and to love yourself. Remember to live abundantly, love your authenticity, and radiate organic happiness. But most importantly, live a life of no more trauma. Namaste, trauma-free. Thank you so much, V, for joining in on this podcast. Um, I think the listeners got something so special to to start the year and and then some. So thank you again for tuning in to all of the listeners. I'll see you on the mat if you join me on YouTube. Uh, and again, you can you can also follow the social platform at az.nomantrauma. And of course, if you have any questions, concerns, you can always uh, message me. I'm always a, a presence after my cup is full <laughs> to see how I can uh, serve and inspire. So see you back soon.